Scott Gobranson. Scott, how you feeling headed into week one, my man? I'm ready for some football. How about you guys? Uh, we're feeling I good. Mean, we feel like, well. Look, we're talking about Nick Bosa and, and his holdout and all this yeah. other stuff. Today, out of nowhere, there's some crazy stuff going on in Vegas with Chandler Jones. You see that? Mm. You see they want to they they uh what's my man's name? Um, Chandler they Jamal Jones. Adams them. Oh no! <laughs> they wouldn't let he couldn't get in. <laughs> get in. What happened with that, Scott? What was, what's that all about? No, he deleted. He since deleted it, as you may know. Uh, but just why? I mean, what? What week before the regular season would it be without some Raiders drama, right? <laughs> there has to be some drama. That's what all the fans are, are DMing me today on Twitter and saying, uh, why does this have to happen? It's organizational. The owner should sell all kinds of crazy stuff, mm. right? But I don't know. It's very strange because Chandler Jones, to me, is sort of a key for this defense to get off to a good start because Tyree Wilson, the, the first-round draft pick, has been hurt coming out of college, obviously. So he needs to get some time to get to get acclimated. Mm. So Chandler Jones um, suddenly can't get in the uh, facility. He's texting his girlfriend from five years ago, (laughs) this stuff. It's really just strange. And I immediately went, I know everybody's making fun of it, but I immediately went to, is a guy okay? Because it's weird, you know, to go back to, I I don't know how many girlfriends is not my business between then and now, but five years ago, and you're texting somebody about, you can't get in the facility. You're having to go to a workout, a regular gym in Las Vegas because you can't get in the Raiders facility. It's weird, and and this team's not saying anything. He's not saying anything now, so it's just a weird, bizarre situation, which is not good heading into a big uh, divisional matchup in Denver on Sunday. Isn't Chandler John's brother? Yeah, he is. It's a that's yep. a very stable group of individuals well, in that. How did you bring family. that? Up? Yeah, exactly. But that's the but that's the thing, Dilo. He, I mean. Chandler Jones didn't perform up to where they wanted him to, and obviously his contract last year, but always been a very kind of business-oriented guy, Not no drama mm-hmm. around him, always very kind of straight-laced. And so, yeah, it's it's just very, very odd, and, and, and the story hasn't been tracked down yet. We don't know what the heck's going on and why he was telling everybody, you know, he can't get a hold of the GM, he can't get a hold of the coach. It's It just seems mm-hmm. very, very strange. So we'll have to see how it all kind of pans out. Is he there now? He's in Vegas. Yeah, I don't know if he's in the facility. That's why nobody knows. You know, we're all texting uh, people in the organization saying, "Hey, what's going on over there? Is he there?" What? And I can't get anything back so far. That's bizarre. It, that really it's really bizarre. weird. Yeah, that that old. I, to now that you you talked about it and you broke it down the way you did, Scott, and had me thinking outside of it being a crazy story. Now I'm thinking like, I hope he is okay because this yeah. is bizarre behavior. It's bizarre behavior. And then, you know, in today's day and age, and listen, we we all talk about it because of what we do, but we don't know the other side of that story. Like, where did that stuff come from? We we don't necessarily know. It was on his Instagram channel, but you don't know. I mean, hey, people have access to your phone. At some, so who knows what happened? Right. Uh, but we need to see the other side of the story. But either way, like you said, uh, Casey, it's, it's, just, it's just bizarre. Well, it's also like there's a situation with Chandler Jones. If it's a situation with Chandler Jones and the New England Patriots, it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, we'll get it figured out. Situation with Chandler Jones and the Philadelphia Eagles. This is weird. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Situation with Chandler Jones and the Las Vegas Raiders. Everyone's immediately <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. What is Josh McDaniels doing now? <laughs> right. What is Mark yeah. Davis doing? And like Scott said, they've been on their best behavior like all <laughs> off season. Like nothing wrong yes. has happened. They've been very calm. And for this to happen the week before game one is yeah. is a trip. And in the in the messages too, guys, he mentions that he needs to go meet with Antonio Brown and Alden oh, Smith. Oh, don't do like, that. 
Don't do that. Those are the two guys you don't want to ever meet with on mm. anything related mm. to life or football, I would say. You know what? I'm going to make an executive decision right now. <laughs> I'm going to stall the Raiders out on this one. I don't think the Raiders have anything to do with this. And I hope Chandler Jones is okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I, I said hope today he's on not, our show. I hope he's not following through with that threat to go meet with Antonio Brown. Because <laughs> no. that's not that's not good Never for anybody. Never Antonio and yeah. Just No. Antonio, the more Antonio Brown is ignored in life, <laughs> shout out Cameron and Mace, this message is for you. Uh, <sighs> Cameron and Mace are really big into uh, not ignoring all the individuals we, uh, we wish they would. Yeah. Uh, Scott, <laughs> Raiders open up as four-point underdogs to the Broncos uh, this weekend. You hate the Broncos, uh, rightfully so. <laughs> um, all kidding aside, you're not high on the Broncos. What do you think of no. the spread and... You know, we look at the schedule. Oh, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. Man, wouldn't yeah. be shocked. Mm, I wouldn't yeah. be shocked well, if the Raiders got 1-0 with this one. Well, a couple things. One is, I'll be the first one to tell you, Sean Payton, great coach, right? Is he going to turn things around up there? I think he will. I, I have no doubt about that. I think um, his record proves that if he can get all the talent he needs there to put together the team he wants. But the two things that stick out on me or to me that that I think point to the Broncos maybe not being as good as everybody thinks they're going to be is Russell Wilson still doesn't look like Russell Wilson. I mean, look, I get your skills fall off as you age, so I'm not expecting him to be the guy he was seven seasons ago. I'm not expecting that. But the way he looked last year and the way he's looked in the preseason this year, I'm just not convinced. I hope he does well. I'm a big fan of Russ. I always have been. But we'll see how that goes. And then you look at the rest of the team, you look at the injuries they've had, and I just don't see it. And then you look at the fact that they haven't beat, they beat the Raiders once out of the last seven times. Mm. So, you know, the Raiders have an edge there and the Raiders haven't been a great team. So it's not like they've been going up against a superior team. So I think the four points make sense clearly being on the road and it's not an easy place to play. So I think it'll be a close game and I could go either way uh, by three points. No doubt about it. Yeah. I, I look at the Broncos a little different than, than both of you guys do. I, I don't look at them as like Super Bowl contenders or even AFC West contenders, but I do think they're they're going to be improved. I do I do think Jesse, be a, go get the Russell Wilson jersey ready for. <laughs> for definitely Kenny not getting one of those. Definitely not getting one of those. I can't wait till he <laughs> retires. That's what I. That's what I'm looking forward to. But um, I, I one of the things that sticks out to me about this Broncos team is the stat last year. Where what was it if they would have scored like sixteen <laughs> points or more every game they yeah. would have been like ten and five yeah. or something like that crazy like, yeah. Nathaniel had yeah. I I would not have done what Sean Payton did that was completely out of line but he wasn't he wrong. wasn't wrong yeah. okay Nathaniel Hackett was terrible last year you're not supposed to say it <laughs> right. we're supposed to say <laughs> right and I I just I look the- at that situation and I look at like moments too right they had a terrible season the sense of urgency that they're going to have going into this week one game. Like this week one game is going to be everything for them to prove that they're different, that Sean Payton has this team going in the right direction. Uh, I, I just think it's a tough spot for the Raiders week one. Yeah, it could be. And I look, I mean, I, I agree with you. You look at the defense still for the Broncos, you look at up front, they're still very formidable. Um, not great against the run, though. And the Raiders have Josh Jacobs. So mm. we'll see how – uh, they scheme for that and how they plan for that. Sean Payton's obviously good at that. So we'll see what he does. 
And and their offense, I'm worried, not only Russ, but then Jerry Judy's probably not going to play as far as we know. He's been hurt, and we don't know the extent of it. So you look at that offense, and you're thinking, wow, it might be the right time for the Raiders to play them yeah. right now on the road um, because, because of that, because they're not 100%, and there is some uncertainties. But the Raiders got plenty of their own uncertainties. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's kind of a mixed bag uh, for the game. And everybody's picking the Broncos to finish third in the co- in the division. Uh, so we'll see how those two teams net out over the first, I think, three or four games. I think we'll have a better sense for it. Real quick, do you know, uh, Scott, if the Raiders have been affected by any of the crazy Vegas uh, weather that's been going on? I, wasn't there like some uh, some flooding going on? I know they practice in Henderson yeah. and everything, so it's a little yeah. it's a little ways away. But have they been affected as far as their preparation for this week? But to your knowledge. Mm-hmm. No, they have a, they have a great indoor facility there in Henderson, uh, right on Raiders Way. So they 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 can go inside. I've not seen anything about issues there. There was a leak in the roof at Allegiant Stadium oh, when man, UNLV wow. was playing on Saturday. Oh, so they had a little bit of a leak, and it was pouring. Some water was pouring into the field. But the Raiders, um, as you know, play on natural grass, which is rolled into the stadium uh, right before game day. UNLV plays on turf. So it didn't really impact anything. Of course, they had to fix the hole in the roof. But I do know my son, who's in college there, could not get to work because they had a flash flood down the street That's and crazy. literally for two days couldn't leave That's crazy. because the water was yeah. so was so deep. So, yeah, it's been crazy. But I've heard no ill effects. They did have um, a couple days off with the holiday as well over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so for some of it, they didn't even have to be there. You can't tell me that Beyonce didn't tear the roof off of well, the stadium. That's that's you the saw story. it firsthand. That's, that's the you story I'm going with. Going is on, that yeah. uh, uh, Beyonce tore tore the roof off Allegiant Stadium? Um, oh yeah. Though I should have been in L.A. where Kendrick Lamar was and everybody. <laughs> and else. Didn't Diana Ross come? Oh, see, yeah. yeah. If you had it. to make me choose, I would have gone with Kendrick as well. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, bl- I blew it. I blew it, Scott. As, as much as as Beyonce would be nicer to look at. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I you misunderstood. Kendrick came out at Beyonce's concert in LA. Oh, he did. Oh, I yeah. thought he was playing the oh, same yeah. time in no. LA. Oh, no, 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 no. You had to make no. a choice. Kendrick showed up for Beyonce oh. on her birthday. Yeah. As did Diana oh, Ross. Man. And man. Like, I, th- I think little Dirk was there too, for God's sakes. Like, everybody turned out. Um, neither, <laughs> I just had Kendrick and Diana. <laughs> he, he performed at eight before anybody like, was there. What are you doing here? <laughs> um, <laughs> if the Raiders are going to be successful this year, what's the number one thing that has to happen? Their defense has to go from 30th in the league to mid to high 20s. Because offense, um, to, to piggyback off that, just for a quick yeah. set, was like 12th, 13th last year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. With, with, with not a good year from Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's self-admitted by him. So, yeah. I mean, listen, I think with, with Jimmy Garoppolo, with the weapons they have on offense, um, they should be right there again. They should be top 12, top 10 maybe, depending on if he stays healthy and everything goes well. But then can the defense stop anybody, especially in that division? We, You and I and the guys here, we talk about that division all the time. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, the highest paid player in the NFL now. And then Russell Wilson, if Russell does come back and has a resurgent year and the Broncos are better, boy, you better learn how to stop people yeah. uh, in your own division and then forget it. And they, I mean, the AFC is so stacked all the way across. Yeah. And so, so you're going to have to face those teams. They got to play on the road against Buffalo in week two. I mean, it's, it's a tall task. So I think the one thing that has to happen is that defense has to improve greatly. doesn't have to be a top 15, top 10 defense. I'm not saying that. They don't have the talent to be there. 
but they need to get all they can out of the improved secondary, the improved defensive line, and they need Max Crosby to have a big year, and they need Tyree Wilson, the draft pick, the young rookie, to to get up to speed really quick and also have a good season. Uh, it's, you mentioned about the offense in 12, 13, something like that. Here I am caping for Josh McDaniels again. Is He's an offensive guy. Yeah. Like he did his job last year. Yeah, I but 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 I don't think Scott and you weigh in like because you're cape right now. Here, I don't know why. Like I, I'm sorry. You're cape. I'm not right ready now. to write them off. That's you're, all I'm saying. Your 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 cape for Josh McDaniels is really strong lately. But it's <laughs> not ready to write them off. I mean, Scott, tell me if I'm wrong. Part of Josh's issues aren't just the X's and O's and football stuff. Like he's. No. He doesn't relate to people well, very well. That is an issue. Well, that's that's been the story. Uh, but I will tell you that every indication this season, he's got his guy. You know, sometimes you have to, I think last year, inheriting a lot of the players that he had, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it didn't click. I mean, we know that. You just listen to what Darren Waller said after he went to the Giants. Same thing. He didn't say anything derogatory. He just said, hey, yeah, we weren't necessarily on the same page. Mm. So there seems to be in the building now more guys that are in that mold who like McDaniels, who buy into what he's selling and the culture he's building. And so so that might change a little bit. But I look, I mean, to me, it was he had coaching malpractice several times last year. I mean, guys, remember, they blew five double-digit leads in the second half. Five. It's a and it's an NFL record. So that to me is coaching. That's game management. Yeah. That's getting too conservative as you go down the line instead of trying to put a team away. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he's got to overcome. And so for me, when I look at it, my skepticism around Josh McDaniels is about that. Are we going to see him? You can't blow leads. Right. You cannot blow leads in the NFL. You got you got to put your 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 foot down on that gas mm-hmm. and take that opponent out because they can come back. Everybody's talented in the league. And you can't take anything for granted. They took the Arizona Cardinals for granted last year and blew a 17-point lead in the second half, right? So, th- to me, that's the bigger issue. Yeah. To paraphrase the great Trent Dilfer, you can't blow leads in the NFL and win. <laughs> you just you can't do that. Smart guy. Smart guy. Yes, indeed. He wants Fresno us, State, baby. You can't lose games in Valley the NFL chance. and win. That's, and he's right. I mean, I've heard no you one. You can't get less points than the other team and win. <laughs> no one's disputed it. Like I, No one's disputed it. Uh, Scott, great stuff as always, man. We're happy that the season is, is, is finally here. Uh, and the next time we talk, uh, we'll be talking about a football game that happened. Yes. We'll have some results. I'm looking forward to it, fellows, and always, always a pleasure being on the air in Sacramento with you. Scott, we appreciate you, my man. Thank you, brother. Take care.